Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Danny Kennedy, and you're listening to episode number 50. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast, and we are at episode number 50, uh, which seems like it's gone past extremely fast. Um, so this is 50 weeks now, 50 weeks now that we've been running the podcast. So if this is your first one, guys, have a look back through some of the the past episodes that we've gone through. There's plenty of variety in, in the information that uh, we go through in each episode, uh, varying from interviews to solo rounds by myself. Um, there's something for everyone, so be sure to go back and have a look through. But what what I'm going to be talking about today, so today is going to be a solo round, and what I'm going to talk about um, is two different type of dieters or two different type of eaters that I see um, that I've come across in my experience in the fitness industry, whether it be online coaching whether it be training, uh, personal training, seeing clients face-to-face, one-on-one, even group, and just running seminars and, and stuff that I've kind of gathered through just seeing seeing the reactions from different people um, that I speak with, but also just getting questionnaires from um, you know potential clients and whatnot. So um, to kick things off, I'm going to list these two types of eaters. So the first one is what I like to call a yo-yo dieter. The second one is a lifestyle eater. So if we look through the two um, straight away, yo-yo dieter, the word diet, you know, typically means short-term, um, something that is not sustainable, and it's not something, as I mentioned, short-term, it's not something that you're going to do for the rest of your life, whereas we, we mentioned lifestyle eater, sounds a little less serious, um, sounds a little bit more laid back, and I'm going to go into the differences between the two um, now. So a yo-yo dieter, in my opinion, is someone that's extremely strict with their food um, 80% of the time. And by 80% of the time being strict, I mean in, in regards to actual days. So um, they typically restrict their calories um, quite drastically, st- stick to a very restricted um, amount of food, uh, as in like food groups, so restricted food groups and selection of, um, of what types of food they actually eat. Um, they will usually be exercising excessively as well. They're a lot of the time it's not an enjoyable way to eat okay because they're so restricted in their calorie intake eating way too far below their maintenance calories so expending way more energy than they actually need to Um, and they're cutting out things that they know they can't go without for the rest of their life now because of that that usually leads to some form of binge eating whether that be after a week two weeks five days a month because it's not sustainable. So at some stage, they're going to crack. They're going to eventually have to go back to, or they're going to want to go back to the way that they were eating beforehand because they've been so restrictive in not only their calories, so they haven't just restricted their calories at an extreme rate, but they've also restricted themselves from the foods they enjoy, or you know they might have gone completely cold turkey on alcohol when they know that they enjoy a drink. Um, so this way of eating, although it will usually give you results um, at a very, rap- a very rapid pace, um, so it might be fat loss. Um, so you're you know, likely going to be losing weight at a very quick rate. But where the yo-yo comes into it is that when you do binge eat, it's usually in an excessive way as well. So you're in an excessive calorie deficit and almost crash dieting. And then you binge eat where you over-consume calories. Um, and you know, a lot of the time it does involve alcohol. So it may include you know, binge drinking on the weekend with your friends or going going out on the weekend and drinking too much alcohol um, and then you might turn to, you know, shitty foods and high-calorie foods so then your whole calorie intake over the span of the week has blown out of proportion 
um, and you're now not in a calorie deficit. Okay, so you're not in a state where you're going to be burning body fat or losing weight. So then you repeat the cycle the next week, and it just tends to be a never-ending cycle. Now, a side effect of this way of eating is, as I mentioned, binge eating, but it also creates a very bad relationship with food. Okay, so it gets you in the mindset there's mindset, sorry, that there is good food and that there's bad food, but that couldn't be further from the truth. And we've spoke about this before in regards to flexible dieting and the fact that all foods contain calories. Okay, some are high nutrient dense value or higher um, nutrient value, sorry, um, and others are less. But there are no such thing as good or bad food when it comes to putting on weight or losing weight or you know body composition. It all comes down to overall calorie intake. Okay, so that's your first um, form of eater, the yo-yo dieter. Now the second form. What I like to call is the lifestyle eater, where food choice is relatively flexible. They're not cutting out anything, um, you know. They're not particularly cutting out anything uh, for good. They might restrict it slightly, but they're still having the the food, the drink that they enjoy, enjoy sorry, in moderation. If they're trying to lose fat, they're only in a slight calorie deficit. Okay, so eating slightly below their maintenance, they're not drastically cutting their calories um, and crash dieting. Um, it's not exactly seen as a diet, it's just seen as a way of eating. So in their mind, their mindset isn't, I'm going into the next few weeks to lose as much weight as I can and I'm going to completely restrict my calories and my food so that I can lose weight as quickly as possible. But instead, they're thinking to themselves, okay, I need to stick to this amount of calories. It's going to put me in a slight calorie deficit where I'm burning more energy than I'm taking in. But if I want some ice cream after dinner, I can have some, as long as it works within my calorie goal. Or if if I've got a client lunch um, next week and I know I'm going to be having a few glasses of red wine, that's cool. I'll just fit it into my calorie intake and I'll still make progress over the long run. Okay, so it's not restrictive in food choices. It's it's not as restrictive in calories because in the end of the day, in the end of the day, guys, it comes down to this: if you're going to lose weight, you need to restrict your calorie intake. Okay, but you don't need to restrict the type of food you're eating and you don't need to over-restrict the, um, the amount of calories you're having because what I typically tend to see is when people think of the word diet, they think of short-term and extremely restrictive. Okay, And it's not, it's not an enjoyable thing to think about. Most people don't pair happiness with diet. <laughs> um, that's, that's, just the, that's just the truth. That's the facts. So when, when you think of trying to lose weight, um, you know, eventually, when you get to a point where your body fat level is or body fat percentage is low, it is going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. I'm not saying that losing fat is easy, but it doesn't have to be extremely hard right from the start. Okay, it, it it's going to be hard at some stage, and it's going to be a lot. It's going to be harder than trying to put on weight, or not so much trying to put on weight, but just completely blowing out in your calories and not really keeping an eye on anything. But it doesn't need to be to the point where you're miserable right from the start of your diet or the start of your calorie deficit, which is what I like to refer to this as instead of a diet because, again, diet is short-term. When you want to lose fat, you need to start thinking of things in the long-term, okay, over a long period of time because, as I've mentioned, slow and steady wins the race. If you're trying to lose weight at a rapid pace, you're going to lose a lot of muscle. If you're trying to gain weight, so gain muscle at a rapid pace, you're going to gain a lot of body fat. So slow and steady does win the race. So they're the, they're the differences between between the two ways of eating that I've that I think is the most common. And to be perfectly honest, the the bigger percentage of people are in the first one, the yo-yo dieting, and it's it's mainly due to marketing. Okay, guys, the marketing from supplement companies, from um, different types of fad diets. Okay, because the thing is with a yo-yo diet, 
the way that person is eating is usually some form of fad diet okay um, they're following they're following something that says that claims that they're going to give them good results in a short period of time um, which is appealing to everyone okay but if it sounds too good to be true it usually is whereas with the lifestyle eating guys that the whole reason it's called lifestyle eating is because it fits in with your lifestyle okay if you're on the go and busy you don't have time to be um, eating five times a day or, or any of that crap and you can only eat twice a day that's fine it fits in with that as long as you're reaching your calorie intake and your macronutrient intake you're getting enough nutrients vitamins minerals all that type of good stuff it fits in with that but it also allows you to to be sociable okay it allows you to enjoy a social life um, to not feel restricted because you are trying to lose fat losing fat shouldn't be a miserable experience it should be enjoyable guys you're, you're getting in the best shape of your life um, majority of the time okay you're in an extremely healthy state you're looking good you're probably getting compliments from people it should be a time where you're enjoying yourself okay and one of the main benefits of lifestyle eating in my opinion is the fact that it suits anyone like absolutely anybody okay I I utilize a flexible dieting uh, which is I guess another term for lifestyle eating I utilize this lifestyle eating approach even when I'm getting ready for a bodybuilding competition okay um, a number of top level athletes that I'm associated with use lifestyle eating and that's in season that's in off season um, if you're a paleo eater if you like to follow paleo you can still be a lifestyle eater you know you in that form you are restricted to certain types of foods but that's by choice you can still be a lifestyle eater and stick to a calorie intake um, if you are celiac you can't eat gluten that's fine. You're still you're still a lifestyle eater, guys. You can still fit in the foods that allow you um, to to stick to what works for you, as long as you're sticking to a calorie intake. Same with vegan, vegetarian, any of those types of ways of eating. That's fine. It's, it's not restricted to you know you can only eat these foods or this is the type of we eater we are and we don't like vegan or it doesn't work for vegan. It doesn't work for vegetarian. You know that's that's bullshit and. If that if that's the case, then whatever diet or fad diet or way of eating that you're following that that's part of the rules. You know what I mean? Like this is the foods that you eat and you can't eat anything else. You know, then that's that's not a sustainable way of eating, especially if you're cutting out things that you know that you can't go the rest of your life without. I think that's my main main thing, and you'll hear in a podcast episode that I'll be uploading in the next couple of weeks a guest um, episode that I did where I actually talk about flexible dieting and some of the main benefits, including you know, being able to live the life that you want to live without feeling guilty about what you're eating because that's, that should never be the case. Okay, So they're my two types of dieters or eaters that I've come across, as I mentioned. And in my experience, they're the pros and cons. Okay, They're the features of both of those types of, of eating. Now, I'm not telling you that you should be a lifestyle eater. I'm definitely not telling you you should be a yo-yo eater though or a yo-yo dieter, but... It's completely up to you. The choice will always be yours, okay? it's no, no one can ever tell you the way that you should be eating, but after listing the things that I've listed just then, the pros and cons of both, um, or main, mainly the cons of yo-yo dieting, because in my experience, the best results I've seen for myself and for my clients has been through lifestyle eating. And by results, I don't just mean um, body composition. I don't just mean muscle mass or overall health and fitness because they are all they're all up there okay guys but i also mean mentally and in regards to happiness in regards to you know enjoyment and um 
and in regards to people actually sticking to it okay so accountability flexible dieting and lifestyle eating is is on the money guys and if you'd like to find out more information about it guys i do have an ultimate guide to flexible dieting on my website which is free which you can check out just dannykennedyfitness.com um, it's on my homepage. click on it check it out have a read through it if you have any questions then send me an email which is also um, a contact form is on my website um, but yeah guys that's 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 really really wanna, what I wanted to talk about to start of um, at the start of today's episode but there is a part two of this and this kind of does go align with with this topic and this is a, uh, I actually put a video up on my Facebook page the other day about this topic and that is, should should you cut, okay, so should you eat in a calorie deficit and try and lose fat or should you bulk, should you try and gain muscle because a lot of the, a lot of the questionnaires that I get back for um, an application for an on- online client, you know, I ask what their specific goal is and it's usually something along the lines of lose fat and build muscle. Now, that's great. But if you have, so if you have some form of experience or you've been in the gym for a while, then that's extremely hard to do unless you're pharmaceutically enhanced, which I'm hoping most of the people listening aren't. And if you are, then that's cool. If that's if that's what you choose to do, then that's cool. And a lot of this stuff still applies to you. But there's there's a few different types of people that I see. Okay, so firstly, somebody that is that is relatively lean. Um, relatively light, so they might be a bit skinny, um, and they don't know whether they should cut or bulk because they, they want to be lean, but they they want to put on muscle mass. Now, my answer for you is 110% eating a calorie surplus and bulk. That doesn't mean that you eat thousands of calories over your maintenance and just put on as much weight as you can because the majority of that's going to be fat. You want to eat you know anywhere from 100 to 500 calories above your maintenance, eating a surplus, and spend a lot of time in that surplus building up your physique. Yes, you're going to gain a little bit of body fat in the process, but that's fine, okay? Because without that little bit of body fat, you're not going to be able to recover and grow at the rate that you could um, compared to if you just try and stay shredded. If you're trying to stay shredded year-round, but you want to build muscle, it's just not going to work out. And your progress in the long run is is not going to be ideal. It's going to be far from ideal, guys, and you're going to end up looking the same for a long time. The second one is somebody that is a complete newbie to the gym. Okay, so they haven't really got any experience in the gym. They they want to lose some fat, so they're slightly overweight, um, but they also don't really have any muscle mass. Now, this is a special type of person because they can get away with both. Okay, so you should be eating in a slight calorie deficit because you don't want to go out and start bulking because you want to put on muscle if you're already fat or if you've already got a high body fat percentage. You need to lose that body fat and then rebuild your calories up. Okay, so reverse diet. So my advice for you is to reduce your calorie intake to put yourself in a calorie deficit so you're losing body fat because what's going to happen is you're going to be dropping body fat, you're going to be expending energy, but because you just started strength training, your body's going to be adapting to that and you actually build muscle in the initial stages as well as losing fat, which is unreal, which is, you know, you need to take advantage of this time period. You need to get your nutrition right. Um, You know, if your nutrition and training is spot on, you can also look to supplementation, but you need to get this period right because you're going to be losing fat because you're eating in a calorie deficit, okay? So you're probably dropping a bit of weight, but you're going to be building lean muscle mass. And then once you get to the point where you're happy with your body fat percentage, that's when you gradually try and build the calories back up, okay? Reverse diet, add in small amounts of calories over time. Um, and then you can really get in, in tune with your body, get in tune with your metabolism, your resting metabolic rate, all that type of stuff. But you need to lose the fat first. You can't 
you can't eat in a calorie surplus and expect to lose weight and build muscle at the same time. It just doesn't work like that, guys. Now, the third one is somebody that is, um, I guess, they've got a good amount of muscle mass, but they've also got a little bit too much body fat and they're not too sure what they should do because they don't want to lose the muscle mass, but they, they think they know that they're a little bit too, too heavy, okay? Their body fat percentage is a little bit too much. Now, in this case, I would recommend starting at maintenance, okay? So dropping your calories a little bit to maintenance because you're most likely in a calorie surplus if you're gaining weight and your body fat's too high. So go back to maintenance. <clears throat> You'll most likely drop a little bit of body fat, but you know the best thing is, is that your training's not gonna suffer because you're still getting enough calories to perform well in the gym and also recover. So stay at that for as long as you can, guys. The, the misconception with, with trying to lose fat is that you need to constantly be dropping calories. You don't need to drop calories unless your your body fat reduction plateaus over an extended period of time, okay? You know, in the contest prep, I might leave calories the same for a month. Uh, there might be two weeks there where I don't lose any weight at all, but I'll just wait, 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 and see what my body, my body does, see if it's adapted. If it has adapted and I no longer can lose body fat at that calorie intake and that energy expenditure, then I'll either add in some, uh, some more energy expenditure from cardio or more strength training, or I'll reduce calories. But these three types, guys, so whether or not you should bulk or whether you should cut, I hope that's answered um, your question there because that's something that I get do get asked a lot and it is confusing, especially if you're new to this whole lifting um, and nutrition side of things. So I hope this episode has helped you guys today um, and it's helped clear up a little bit, especially on the nutrition side in regards to yo-yo dieting, okay? Because you don't want to get stuck in that same cycle and just repeat that same crap over and over and over again and just just be spinning the wheels and really making no ground on your health and fitness goals. Not to mention that the five days a week that you eat well, or the six days of the week, sorry, that you eat well, you feel like shit and you're miserable, okay? Nobody wants that, nobody needs that, okay? So have a good look into it. I do have a blog post that I wrote this week on this exact topic, it's called Compare the Pair. Um, again, my website, www.dannykennedyfitness.com. I'd love for you to go and check it out. Leave a comment. Um, Guys, on this podcast today, if you did enjoy it, if, if you found it helpful, please do leave a review, rate the podcast, and if you haven't already, please do subscribe because it does everything does help. I really want to grow um, this podcast now and get my voice out there more, help more people, get some really cool guests on the show. We've got some awesome episodes coming up, which I know you guys are going to absolutely love. Um, relatively short episode today, and as I mentioned, the solo round, um, which is a little bit, a little bit different than the last few weeks. But again, hope you're having a great day, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really do look forward to chatting to you again next week.